Now, this week, uh, we got a question from uh, one of our subscribers around um, open rates for emails and what would um, you realistically expect if you suddenly decided to, you know, well, I'm going to start giving email marketing a go. So um, that's the subject of this week's podcast. I'm going to map it all out for you so you can get a real sense of what sort of results you can expect. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast with Denise Oyston and Sharon Newey. Marketing can transform the growth of your recruitment business and faster than most people realize. So join in now as we discuss how marketing can generate more clients and increase your talent pool. Well, hi there, listeners. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with a marketing update. And today's subject is all around email marketing. So, but an apology, first of all, because if you can hear a lot of noise in the background, um, you think you've got really good soundproofing and then you realise that the wind is howling outside. We're in a really bad spate of weather here in the UK. So if this podcast ends suddenly, it's because the weather has got really bad and part of the roof has blown off. So uh, anyway, let's get back into the subject of email marketing. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of emails. And one of the reasons being is because it works. And for many recruiters, you've got a database and it's there. You can use it. You can use it as an engagement tool. But what sort of results can you expect? So the reason I wanted to do this podcast is because I'd had a question from Dan, one of our subscribers, about what sort of open rates can he expect from email emails. So there's three things to consider here and I'm going to cover each one in detail and then I'm going to just sort of chat through sort of what response rates you can get. Well, the first thing is it depends on the prospect, client or cold lead that you are sending this email to. Now, it's pretty logical, you'd think. Um, If you've got a number of clients or, say, candidates that you've worked with in the past, then your response rate for opens and people actually reading your content is going to be a lot higher. Why? It's the same reason that I consistently go to Marks and Spencer to buy clothes because I'm used to it. I know they always deliver. I've been a client of theirs for years, so I know what I can expect. So, I have been trained to go along to Marks and Spencers and use it. Now, for you and your clients and prospects or cold leads, they're all at different stages of the journey. So imagine that you've got clients or candidates and you're sending them an email and that email adds value. Then you're probably going to get a really high open rate. And I would say for clients, you can have sometimes as much as a 90 to 100 percent open rate depending on how regularly you communicate with them. The more regularly that you communicate, the more likely they are to be, I mean this with love and respect, trained to open your emails. And of course, they will open them when the messages that you are sending are relevant for them. So, you know, for clients, as I say, you could have even as high as a 90% open rate, but, you know, you would be expecting possibly a 50% open rate, depending on your market, you know, a high level HR professional or somebody like that, they may not open it as regularly because they're busy. But, you know, if you make them compelling and you're adding value, you will get people to open them. Now, What about prospects? Well, and I call prospects someone that's probably opted into your website, someone that you've had some engagement with, then, you know, your open rates may be as high as 20%, something like that. It could be even higher. And again, it boils down to what value are you adding and how regularly are you communicating with somebody? This is really important. A lot of people miss this out because 
If you just send an email blast, I hate that word, but people call them email blasts. If you send out an email blast, don't be so surprised if people unsubscribe from your emails because it's a, just a quick hit. Of course, you're going to get unsubscribes because people change, you know, one minute your flavour of the month, one minute you might not be. So, yeah, you will get that. But the people that stay on your list and open your emails are the ones you want to be bothered about. So, okay, so that's prospects. Now, a cold email list, what sort of response rate could you get from them? It depends. If it's a pitching email, you'll probably get even less open rate. If it's something where you're trying to build value and create a relationship with someone. And remember, in the UK, it's still okay from a business-to-business -business context to send somebody an unsolicited email, provided you give that person the option to unsubscribe from that email. So, you know, for the coalition, you could be looking at anywhere, and this might shock you from sort of 2% through to maybe 5%. You know, if you're getting a 10% open rate, you're doing really well on a cold email list. And people are, well, what's the point? Well, if you've sent an email out to a thousand people and you've got a 10% open rate, then potentially a hundred people have opened that email. So what? Well, well, what happens if they open it and then a certain percentage of those then ring you? So it's well, well worth it. So what else can affect open rates in emails? Well, it can be down to something as simple as the title. So the title of an email can make a difference. If it's an obvious pitching email, people probably just delete. They're not going to open it. If it's an email that has some form of curiosity and a potential benefit for that particular individual, well, people are much more likely to open that email. Why? Because we are all wired to be curious about things and we're also all quite self-motivated. So if it was an email that said um, how one candidate we placed had 20 job offers, then I would suspect that if I was a candidate, I want to know how that particular potential competitor of mine, other candidate, got 20 job offers. So I'm likely to open that email. Now, obviously, you have to deliver on the body of the content within the email. That's logical. But, you know, it'd be quite easy to read through your email that you're going to send and then think about a sexy title that's going to get people to open it. And then, of course, the key thing is value. Got to add value. Pitch, pitch, pitch isn't going to work in today's environment. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. Remember, email marketing is a strategy to warm people up to then pick up the phone and talk to you. That's when you can do your sales proposition. That's when you can implement your selling skills. Whatever process you might use in the context of selling, whether you use spin selling or any form of identifying needs, is going to work with an individual. Because particularly if they've contacted you, then they are warm. They're liking what they're seeing and they want to have a conversation with you. So that's going to make a difference. So that's around the value add. Add value to your potential clients and candidates. And, you know, people sometimes get a bit nervous about, you know, how, how often should they pitch or not. And I always say that four to one ratio, four sort of general emails with, you know, they can still have a call to action in the PS. PSs are very powerful, by the way. And it could be sort of a little subtle thing at the end. Did you know that we are the approved supplier for XYZ? Or click here to find out about the uh, 8,000 candidates we've placed in the last 25 years. Something like that, very compelling, you 
you know, if you were a candidate, you think, crikey, these people must know what they're doing. So you're more likely to uh, to click through. So that's the, the rough sort of answer for you. If you're wondering about what response rates you're going to get, then it depends on whether it's a client or whether it's a cold email list. It depends on the value that you're adding. It depends on the title. And there's one secret little thing that I haven't mentioned before, and it's consistency. The more that you send emails, yes, you will get some people that unsubscribe, but then the people that continually open your emails and, you know, with the different email softwares that you can buy these days, you can probably find out what their email address is and you can actually even give them a little call. And I think you'd find the response that you will get will be quite positive. So this is Denise and today's subject is all around email marketing and response rates that you might expect. So, as I say, depending where you've accessed this, you, you probably obviously accessed it on the blog or whatever. And then you can obviously go and download the transcription as well. And this is Denise saying bye for now.